Hi there, this is Chelsea with The Puzzle of Us, and today we are going to be talking a little bit about suicide. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but suicide month, suicide prevention month is the month of September, and I'm always excited to talk about this topic because people don't like to talk about it, and uh, sometimes I like to make people feel a little awkward and uncomfortable by talking about uncomfortable things. Um, one of the things that does help prevent suicide is actually talking about it. Um, I'm love to be a part of, we have a community here, a community event here that is the suicide prevention, um, concert that started last year and it became kind of a passion project of mine. And we jumped on board to help support this concert and make it happen. And we did it again this year with, with Alex Boyer. And it's such a great reminder of suicide and the effects of suicide. And today I just want to give a little shout out to those who may be suffering with suicide ideations or, or thoughts of self-harm. Um, you're in a dark place. I know it. And I, I encourage you to hang on, find re resources and help and do what you need to do. Take care of yourself um, to be able to get your, get the help, get your heart and your head in a good headspace and be able to get the help that you need and, and make it to the other side. I, I know there's another side, but I know in the middle of it, you don't feel like there is. And many, many people suffer from suicide thoughts. And, um, in fact, I was, I was doing a little research and doing this podcast and 12.2 million people in the United States alone in one year say that they have thoughts of suicide. So think about that. That's a lot of people that are having thoughts of suicide or taking their lives. There is so much pain in this world. And oftentimes suicide is an attempt to get away from that pain, get out of that pain. But if you hang on when I know it's so hard to do that, there is hope at the end. There is hope on the other side. There is a light. You just have to find it. Um, and there's plenty of resources to do that. So today for today's podcast, I just wanted to um, talk a little bit about some of the statistics that are pretty, um, they're, they're pretty crazy when you start to think about it. And when you really let them sink in, I think we start to realize what a massive effect suicide has on us as individuals, as a culture. And I, I just want you to pause and, and reflect on some of these facts. So 11, every 11 minutes in the United States, someone takes their life. Every 11 minutes. That is insane to me. Three, four people, an hour somewhere in the United States have died because of suicide. That's really heavy. And this doesn't have to happen. It does not have to happen. We've got to start talking about it. We have to help find resources, um, which we'll talk a little bit more at the end of this, but 11 minutes, every 11 minutes, someone dies of suicide in 2000 alone, almost 46,000 people died from suicide in one year, one year, there was a 30% increase 
from 2000 to 2018 in suicide. Not just attempts, but actual suicides. More than that, like I said, the 12.2 million people every year in the United States are thinking about suicide, contemplating taking their life or ending their life in some way every year. It is a normal thing. It is something that we unfortunately struggle with all too often in this, in our society. However, it can be prevented. And so today I want to just talk about a few ways that we can prevent suicide. And one of those ways is by talking about it. We really, really need to talk about it. If you need help, you've got to be, you got to reach out. You got to say, Hey, I'm really struggling right now. I, I don't, I don't feel great. Um, and it can't just be, Oh, I don't feel great. Cause some people are just like, Oh, well, you know, go take a nap and you might feel better. You have to be specific. Hey man, I'm having thoughts of suicide. I'm having thoughts of ending my own life. Oftentimes people don't know how to respond. Just the other day I was having a conversation with a friend who on the outside seems to have it all together. She has a beautiful family and she has a dream job. Um, just so much going for her on the outside and on the inside, she let me know. She said, Hey, I am really struggling. I'm in the darkest place I have ever been in my life. And every day is a struggle to get up because I don't want to live anymore. I am carrying so much pain in my heart from some life experiences that she had that every day was a struggle for her to get up, but she did it and she fought through it. And she was in an incredibly painful place, an incredibly dark place, not really being able to identify the reasons why I should live, right? Many people on the outside might say, oh, well, you have so many great kids and you have this dream job and you're so successful and look at all the things that you should be living for. And yeah, she could sort of see that, but it didn't even come close to measuring out or balancing out the pain that she felt, the darkness that she was in, not feeling enough, not feeling worthy, not feeling worthy of life is a terrible, terrible place to be. And I hope if you are experiencing that, that you know that you are worth it. You are enough that you find a way to find a support system to put in place around you, to be able to ask for the help that you need to begin to start to feel even a shred of hope the tiniest light, All right? When we're in a really dark room here in Cache Valley, we have the Minnetonka cave and it's miles underneath and you go in there and it is completely pitch dark. You know, they have lights and stuff all down in there, but you go and you, you shut off the lights and you stand in that cold, dark place. And there is nothing like it. No, absolutely no light whatsoever. It's pretty incredible, but when you think about the darkest place you've ever been on earth, absolutely no light, 
that is like the pain that people experience. It feels like there is no hope that everywhere I turn, I can't even see, I can't find a way. I can't find proper footing. I don't know what I'm stumbling on. I don't know what's next because I can't see. And when you find that little, little tiny glimmer of hope, whatever it is, hang on to it. Don't let go. That might be in a spouse. That might be in a child that might be at work or job, but you find a reason and you keep going and you keep getting up day after day, week after week, month after month, and you come through the other side and there will be brightness. There will be light again, but it is so hard when you get into those dark places and it feels utterly exhausting and tiresome and awful and lonely and cold and all of the terrible things that come with that. And people don't want to go on. I want to talk about some myths about suicide. People, people think that if we don't talk about it, that we won't give people the ideas, particularly in teens. Um, well, they don't need to know what suicide is. We don't need to talk about it. And it, it actually is the other way around. If we talk about it, if we talk about the resources, they're less likely to follow through. doesn't mean they're not going to have the suicidal ideations or thoughts, but they are going to be able to, to find the resources when they do have them. Um, it is pretty normal for most teens, adolescents to experience some point of suicidal ideation at some point in their adolescent development, um, a sense of, you know, not belonging or disappointment. Some kind, sometimes can, can drag those adolescents to those deep, dark places and, and, Suicidal ideations are, are often, they occur. Here in Cache Valley, surprisingly, we youth is not the highest age group affected by suicide. The largest group of individuals um, that, are, that is affected by suicide here, particularly in Cache Valley, is actually the 30 to 50 age range male adults. And, and some reasons for that is because they, they tend to use more lethal ways. Um, they tend to have more access to guns, things like that. And, and it is not just an attempt. It is, they are successful at taking their own lives. Um, they're often still in cash Valley. There is sort of a stigma about reaching out for help you know, we sort of have these deep cowboy roots of soldier on or put on your boots and go to work or pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and sort of shamed at times for searching out for help. And that particular category of people is the most affected here in Cash Valley. Um, nationwide, it tends to be in the top, I think, five or 10 ways that people die from age 10 to age 70. Um, and so it, it's very, very common amongst every age group. Um, it really is becoming a, a thing for younger kids to 
be more successful at um, because they're, they're learning about it earlier on, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about it, right? Suicidal ideations are normal, but where they're reaching for help and who they can talk to has the greatest outcomes for prevention. Um, and so I really want to talk about resources that people have, right? There's lots of online resources. Um, and there's the whole entire country has, uh, come up with this new, you know, like, a know before you dig the, all the things that you call before you, you dig into the ground. If you're doing some construction work and things like that, they have all these numbers you can call and they've just come out with a new one for suicide. It's called 988. So all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 988 at any time you're feeling suicidal and someone will answer your call. You can also go to 988lifeline.com and you can actually chat with someone if that feels easier or more doable for you rather than chatting, um, you know, on the phone or something with somebody, if it feels easier to chat with someone online, um, like I said, 988lifeline.com and reach out for help. There's lots of counseling places. Of course, we can come to Cash Valley Counseling. Um, we have several great therapists that usually, particularly for suicidal ideations or, or thoughts, we're going to try to prioritize you and get you in a lot sooner. Um, some places have several month wait. Um, but if you are calling somewhere to seek mental health counseling, Make sure you let them know that I'm having suicidal ideations and, and typically they're going to try to prioritize you. Um, it is a thing that is going to pass. However, when it passes, when you get through it, when you find that light, when you get to the other side, it can be really difficult. And so we definitely want to prioritize that and help you see that hope or find that hope sooner rather than later. Um, so we want you to reach out to help 988, try it, call it out, um, do it. I would do encourage you to do it when you're not super suicidal, um, when you're not in the depths of that really dark place, but you're just kind of feeling it um, so that it can, you can reach out and it becomes a resource and, and it's something that you can, you know, you can use when you are in that dark place because Again, sometimes when you get into those dark places, I don't even know where to turn. I don't even know if I can take a step or am I going to fall off the ledge or what's going to happen. And so practicing sometimes, it's kind of like um, when I was in my elementary education, I remember going to having a DARE officer come into, I don't even think DARE exists anymore, but having a DARE officer come to our classrooms and we used to literally practice saying no to drugs. And it's not just that was their slogan, dare say no to drugs. Um, but we he literally like they, I remember going through like role playing situations and scenarios and turning to my desk mate and saying like, Hey, do you want a cigarette? And they had to practice like saying no to me. And I had to practice saying no to them for, you know, it was usually cigarettes or alcohol or those sort of things when I was a kid. Cause who knew what crack and cocaine and those sort of things were? I didn't, um, maybe, maybe some other kids did, but I didn't. And so, um, but I got to practice saying no, like literally saying no. And so hopefully, you know, the idea behind that is that when the actual temptation or the actual ask comes, you're more equipped to be able to say no. 
And the same thought comes with this. If you were to reach out to 988 or call a suicide hotline, um, if you do that, when I, when I've had a little bit of practice, it becomes less, becomes more, um, routine, more, more reflexive rather than I'm in this dark place and I don't know where to go. Um, of course you can always go if you are feeling really suicidal and you are worried about taking your life, you can always go to local medical places. Um, the ERs are equipped to help you. Most likely they are going to be overworked and not have a great long-term solution for you. However, if you are worried about making it through the night, they absolutely are going to help you out. So making sure that you're reaching out to those immediate needs and those, the, those helps. Um, it is, like I said, it's a, it's a long-term thing. And so finding yourself a counselor, finding yourself some mental health to be able to work through, you know, wh why am I in this darkness? What's causing this darkness? Learning how to feel or recognize the light that might be happening in your life um, is a great way that therapy and counseling can really help. And so, you know, a lot of times people will say another kind of myth that people will say is that suicide is just an attempt for attention. And sometimes it is. Why do they need attention? Why are they feeling like they need attention? Maybe mom and dad just had a massive divorce that's been really hard and I don't know where my place is and I feel scared or worried and I don't know how to go to my parents and talk to them. And so I attempt suicide or I am thinking about suicide. Maybe I would just make it easier for mom and dad if I wasn't here, right? They seem to always be arguing about me. Maybe if I wasn't here, maybe I would make life easier for them. And so they might attempt, um, but working through, working with your parents, working with the family system, you know, a lot of um, what we do in counseling is, is help find resources and, and support for the individual who is struggling with suicide, um, whether that be with a family or friends or find a support system of some some way. Um, and another client who was a student at Utah State University and um, had moved clear across country, her, her entire support system was on the East Coast, really big move for her. Um, and uh, she, she got here and tried to make friends and tried to do her normal thing and just didn't feel like she really had anyone. Um, and eventually, you know, she, she actually attempted a few times, um, and was successful in self-harm, not with the intent of harming her, uh, of killing herself, taking her life. Um, but definitely with the intent of harming herself and, and was successful a few times, um, had to get some stitches, those sort of things, but, um, ultimately was able to survive those moments and get through. And she was able to find a good support system and get involved. And as she felt more that sense of belonging here and not in the depths of her, her loneliness or in that darkness for her, um, she felt closer and connected to people here. And as her support system grew here, the less her need for self-harm was. Um, and so those, again, why suicidal thoughts come 
can be different for every person, but typically it's pain, um, pain of not belonging, pain of not being worthy, pain of not feeling enough, fear of being a disappointment to my parents or those around me. Um, and they, and they can be hard things to, to overcome sometimes. Those are really painful places. But uh, I, again, I'm here to encourage you today, just bring awareness to suicide. And if you never think you're going to struggle with it, you, you might never struggle with it. But most people, at least at some point in their life, struggle with suicidal ideations, thoughts, um, contemplations, you know, feeling like life would just be easier if I didn't wake up. Sometimes there is those really painful moments where anxiety, stress, transitions, they're so hard and we feel so alone and so dark. And I'm here to tell you that you it, make it through, push through one more day, one more foot in front of the other. Um, you know, that the song from, I have young kids. So what comes to mind is frozen Two when Anna thinks that Elsa has, has died and she sings a very beautiful song, um, about just what's the next right step? What's the next right thing? And I'm just going to keep pushing and there's light at the end of it. And, and she finds her sister and it's a beautiful story. If you haven't seen frozen two, I won't ruin it for you. But, um, I, I know that that can be your story too. It doesn't mean that the pain isn't real. It doesn't mean that you're just going to get over it. You're just going to wake up one day and feel better. It is a fight. It is a fight to feel better. It is a fight to find that light every single day, but you can do it and find those resources. Um, like I said, here in Cache Valley, we have lots of therapists, lots of places to reach out to. There's a number, again, Cache Valley Counseling. There's there's so many resources here um, in the Valley. I, I think it would probably be helpful for us to list some of those resources in our um in our show notes. So, so check there for our pot in our podcast show notes, but, um, you know, we can usually get people in pretty quickly here at cash Valley counseling. So call us, reach out. Um, if we can't help you, we are going to help you find someone who can, and we are so blessed to live in, a in a, in a place, in a community that has as many resources as we do, but when you're in those dark places, sometimes it's really hard to see, like I said, the next right step, the next thing to even try and have the energy to find where do I turn? Where do I go? Um, and so if you know someone who might be struggling, maybe listening to this podcast, maybe you encourage them to reach out to, to us or to somewhere in the Valley, um, and, and find help to get support get talking about it. Why am I in this painful place? How do I find hope? How do I keep moving on? Um, I know that you can, I'm so, I, it is a battle. I know it. I see it every day in my clients and you've got to find your reason. So call us, set up an appointment, call 988, try it out, practice it before you're really in the depths of despair and, and really needing it. Um, suicide is real. It's a very painful thing. And if you or yourself is struggling, please know that there is hope.
Thanks for listening to our podcast, The Puzzle of Us, today and on suicide prevention and awareness for the month of September.